All right, we're back with Creator Club Podcast. Thanks for jumping in. You're here with John Marsh. I hope you've had a great week so far. If you're a coach or creative business owner on the show, we teach you the key skills to attract dream clients into your business, learn to love selling and your sales process to bring in more money to your business and grow with confidence. All right, there's been a lot happening. We just wrapped up the most recent module inside of Creator Club, which was all about selling and sales, which is obviously a great big part of what we do. We learn to love selling. And so that was a lot of fun. You know, for me, when I walked out of corporate, when I was, I think I was 24, the job that I got was part-time in a running shoe store and it was literally moving boxes. It wasn't even selling. And then eventually the dude who owned it, he had to go out and get some coffees and stuff. And he's like, do you want to watch the store? And I was like, I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to do. He said, you'll be right. And I, he was, he was correct. I had been watching him. Uh, he had, I had learned through osmosis almost and his tutelage. And that became the next part of the journey was selling shoes and, you know, looking back, he was one of my biggest mentors. He was an incredible uh, guy, you know, a great mentor for sales. Just such a such a healthy outlook on selling and helping others step into their vision with selling. So it was really fortunate because I think a lot of people get sort of a conflicted view and vibe and feeling around around sales, and they they try to make up for it with sort of you know, tactics like tactics to sell on Instagram, tactics to, you know, sell on email and stuff. But when you understand vision-based selling and strategy and what's really happening in your offer and how you're helping people with your offer, it just gets so much easier. All of that stuff drops away and you just get to work and speak with your dream clients. And then you learn to love selling and you can obviously bring in more money to your business in a way that feels good for you and is powerful for your community or whoever you work with. So that's all done. Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk about not selling, but learning to love your numbers. All right. So learning to love your numbers in your business. And this is very important. You know, a lot of people, I don't think this will be a popular episode. The title around numbers will probably scare a lot of people off. Uh, me talking about it right now might have scared people off. People don't like, a lot of people don't like numbers, uh, especially when you're early in business. But we are struck with the unavoidable truth that for a business to sustain, it needs to be profitable, all right? A business needs to be profitable. It needs to, money needs to be coming into the business at some point in time for it to sustain itself, okay? So the reason why this is worth the whole episode and why we're gonna dive into, into it today is a lot of people don't realize this and what happens is the story gets shifted, 
the business story gets shifted over to the emotional side, which is basically uh, comes across as I love this. It's my this is my passion. I love to help people with this, and I can't wait to you know help more people. I don't ever really want to grow a big business. I just want to help people. I could do this even if it was for free. And so that's a very powerful emotional story for the business or a passion-fueled story, which is great. Like it's it's good, right? And a lot of people miss out on the other side, which is the financial story, which needs to be something like this is how the business will make money. This is where it's at. This is where it's hitting. This is if it's profitable or not. Okay, so we just want to balance it out. The, most of the small business culture, a lot of coaches, a lot of creative businesses are uh, skewed to the passion side and tend to avoid the financial side of the story. We need to balance them both. And it's, it's a very powerful tool, A, to help you grow your business, but B, also to help you to... I guess, grow as a, as a human, right? Like as a person, because your capacity to look at the numbers, to look at what's really going on, to look at money and understand money will go up from this. All right. So it's like a critical, it's like a, it's like a critical crossing, right? It's like a journey that needs to happen at some point in your business. Uh, and the sooner, the better, which is why we're going to talk about it today. All right. So Here's an idea. Think about your business as if you were going to invest in your business, okay? Because that's really what's happening. You're investing time, money, and energy into your business. But think about it as if you were going to take your business over to someone and sit down with them and you're going to try to raise money for them to invest into your business, okay? Now, what they're going to be looking at as an investor is a blend of who's the, the founder, the owner, like you, like feeling that emotional story, the passion, but then what's going on with the finances? What's going on with the numbers of the business? They're going to want to know, is there a market fit? Do people actually want this thing that you're selling, right? Is it demand for what you got? Is there money coming into the business? And if so, how much and in what format? Is it one-off payments? Is it continuity? What's that look like? They're going to want to know, is it profitable, right? So money coming in is great. But if there's a lot of money going out, then there can be a problem. And they might not want to invest in it. Your goal as a coach or creative business owner is to build a business that you would want to invest in, Okay. Because if you don't, what will happen is it'll be purely fueled by the passion side, which is great until you have to work so hard that you're so burnt out that the passion drops away and now it's frustrating because the financial side of the story is not meeting the emotional side, okay? So the rational side isn't meeting the emotional side. We need them both. So thinking about your business as if you were an investor and then starting to design or create the financial story that makes sense to the investor, that looks really good. That's our goal. Then you're going to have your coaching or creative business that you love 
and it has a great financial story so that it can last the test of time. You don't feel burnt out. You love what you do. You're rewarded for it. You can see that the value you're bringing to the community is rewarded with the monetary value that they pay you as a service provider and you will grow, right? It's going to be awesome. But we need to meet the two in the middle, okay? You probably don't want to just be financial. If you were, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, you you want a little bit of, usually you're going to have a little bit of both, right? Some sort of a change you want to see, some sort of idea, some sort of passion, some sort of value set on the emotional side. And then we've got the financial side. Okay, so let's have a look at how we do this. And we're just going to break it down to two groups, brand new business, little bit further down the track business. Okay, really simple. Brand new business, you don't have a lot of revenue yet. All right, because it's brand new. You got an offer and you're trying to sell your offer through conversations. So what I want to know is how many conversations are you having? Okay, how many conversations did I have in January? Did I have in February? Did I have in March? And that's the first step because the conversations are leading the sale in your situation. Number two is I do wanna know how much revenue comes into my business. So, all right, well, if it's $100, it's $100. If it's $10,000, it's $10,000. How much revenue is coming in to that business? Okay, and this is obviously the first big financial one. It's just the money flowing in. That's it. You can just look at your bank account and your business bank account, hopefully you have a separate one right from the beginning and you can just toggle the little account thing or you can go to your Stripe or your PayPal or whatever you're doing and you can just flip it to incoming and set the date, start of the month, end of the month, write down the number, add them all up and write down that number. All right, profit. How much costs were there in the business, okay? So when we know the cost, which is how much you're spending, we can subtract that from the revenue and you're gonna have your profit, okay? Now, when you're very, very early, like right at the beginning, there's a concept that people have, which is pay yourself first. Realistically, you're going to be doing that, but you're also going to have to be reinvesting back into the business. So you can pay yourself first, but at the right, right at the start, like it's kind of a gray zone. Money is really coming in and your goal is to be, you know, you might not be profitable for at the first month, the first, it depends on the context, but you need to get a snapshot of where the profit is. Okay. So how much costs there are. Now, the good news is if you're brand new, you probably don't have, you know, you probably got a computer, you're working from a co-working space with your, you know, with your latte or you're working from home or you're, you know, you, you, you're fairly low on your overheads. You know, you're looking for market fit with your offer, demand for your offer. So until you've got that demand, you know, you probably aren't spending tons in advertising or anything like that. You don't need a really flash website. You don't need, you know, tons of like, digital agencies and stuff like that. You don't need tons of outgoings because it's so new, you're looking for fit with your market. And so your costs are probably really low, which is great. 
Okay, so you want to write down the profit, but just note like what's going on there. Lastly, just make a little plan for the next month. All right, like if if you do this at the end of the month, for example, like right now it's end of April, then look ahead and go, all right, well, what am I going to do? Number of conversations, what am I expecting revenue? What are my like little targets for that? And what's going on with profit? Is there anything I need to look at? Okay, now the big picture when you're brand new is to focus on continuity, right? Not continuity of the payments coming in or the payment structure, continuity of how you're showing up in your business. So let's go back to imagining you're sitting down with an investor and you say, look, I've got this amazing idea. I love, you know, helping people. I've got 20 years of experience. I'm really talented. And there's not a lot of cash flow into the business right now, but you can see, you know, I know what I'm doing and there is demand for this offer a little bit. If you look at the, you know, if you look at these sales, great. What they're going to also do is they're going to look at continuity. They're going to look at, okay, how are you showing up as a business owner? Are there big gaps in the marketing? Is the big gaps in the sales and the revenue? Like, were you there in January, February, but then gone for two months? Like what happened there, right? These are a lack of continuity and commitment to the business, continuity in revenue, even if it's low, continuity in sales conversations, continuity in marketing, a lack of this stuff is a red flag for the investor. They don't wanna see patchiness, right? Now you don't wanna see patchiness in your business, it's exactly the same thing. All right, so when you're new, you're focusing on those four things and continuity is kind of like your goal, right? We've talked about this in the, in the artist and the visionary podcast a while back you know it takes time to to build continuity too for a lot of people it's not something that's natural so uh that that consistency takes work right okay if you're further down the track a little bit different assuming that there's higher revenue in the business now we want to know revenue and these are kind of minimums right we want to know revenue we want to know profit and then we want to know revenue and profit breakdown based off of any different segments that you have. It could be um, different products or service offerings. It could be different customer segments, right? If you've got a one-to-one -one program and then a digital product, break down the, the revenue and profit for both of those. Why? Because we want to know if one aspect of the business is really underperforming or overperforming because then we can make decisions. Well, can we tweak the underperforming one and see if that can ramp up? Can we double down on the overperforming one, right? Like where do we want to focus our energy? And the reason that the profit gets so important with the businesses further down the track is you want to be mindful of growing something and, you know, taking on bunch of staff taking on a bunch of costs with low profit because if you see a shift in the market sentiment or you see a drop in demand from your customers for some reason uh, you can suddenly find yourself in trouble right and you don't want that so every once in a while I'll sit down with the business and they'll be growing really quickly and they'll tell you know talk about their amazing staff and all of this stuff and I'll kind of be like, wow, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff going on. And eventually 
will just slow down and I'll be like, all right, well, what's, is, is this profitable? How much profit is coming in? You know, if there's $32,000 a month coming in in revenue and the thing's not profitable uh, or if profit's very low, we've got to put a big circle around that profit. We might have to go back and look at the offer, look at price strategy or something, right? Like it's, it's important. All right, and then finally on that, on that bigger level, the same thing, looking at the month ahead, like what's changing, okay? So that's it. That's how we get started. That's kind of what's the base level of what you want to be looking at. And then you can start to design that financial uh, journey and what you'd like to see so that you have a business that you love, that suits your values, your lifestyle, and is sustainable and can support itself and you can show up uh, over time. Now, the things that you can do to kind of help you with this, because it's not really easy for everyone, you know, we, people grow up, they get different money stories, uh, different thoughts and ideas about money and finance and you know, all of that subconscious stuff can make it very hard for people to even look at a bank account, let alone, you know, look at the financial story of the business. But since it's so critical, we have to focus on it, you know, as soon as possible. The things you can do to help with it is one, start to speak money, you know, start to speak money, look at money every day, look at, could be as simple as opening your bank account. It could be as simple as sending off your invoices early. It could be as simple as paying your phone bill right when you get it, right? It could be as simple as, you know, just talking about your money goals for the month or what's go what are the outgoings. It could be anything that has you looking at money or speaking money as you start to relax your you know, your body, your kind of mind, your kind of nervous system around money. Any of that is helpful because what will happen is when you're avoiding the financial story or financial aspect of the business, usually you'll be invoicing, delayed invoicing or delayed payments, avoiding looking at money. You'll start to see that it's a, there's a reflection going on of all of the different things. We want to flip that and we want to build a open uh, you know, forward-leaning sort of attitude with it. And the only way we can do that is through frequency. And that leads us to step two, which is being okay with where it's at right now, okay? So if you've got hopes and dreams of a $20 million business in the first three years and you're in 18-month period and it's not profitable, the first step is you're going to have to see that, right? We can't create the dream that we want if we can't see the reality that we're in right the two need to go together we we need that that uh you know understanding of what's going on today in order to build what we want to see tomorrow so being okay with where you're at allows us to look at strategy okay so those two, two things combined allow us to look at strategy allow us to look at pricing and what you want to do with your business and then the last thing is just starting to think about that financial story of your business. Like, what do you want to create? What does it want to look like? How, you know, how many, how many days a month do you want to work? Uh, what, what would you like things to be like financially? 
Okay. What do you want to see financially? And this isn't just saying like, I want to have 20 clients or I want to have 200 people in my group, or I want to serve a thousand businesses. It's looking a lot, a lot more closely. Like, you know, what do you need to support yourself? Do you need, do you have any debts you need to pay off? How are you going to be saving money? Uh, what do you actually want this whole thing to look like? You know, and, and how does your business tie in with all of this? Uh, so once you can do those three things, we look at money each day, start to relax with it, be okay with where you're at. Then you can look at what you want to create. Now it's about strategy, right? So it's, it's pretty simple, but it does take effort. It does take work. Uh, but at the end of the day, we'll, we'll wrap it up where we started, which is the business needs profit in order to sustain uh, something that is tempting for some people to avoid as long as possible. And it's kind of our, our job to come in and help you marry those two up uh, in a way that makes sense and is easy and bring your passion and the thing that you love into something that's sustainable financially that can support you and support your vision and you know can last the test of time. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed it, feel free to send it along to anyone else and subscribe to the podcast is always helpful and uh we'll see you on the next one